Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. This is Anna, and you're listening to a 60-minute flow class focused on stress relief. There are a lot of ways to relieve stress, and yoga is one of them for sure. We all have our own preferred methods of blowing off steam. Uh, I like cranking Led Zeppelin in my car and doing my best Robert Plant. There are other ways to do it. And in particular, with the yoga practice, we have a few basic techniques that are accepted by science to help us alleviate stress in our bodies and minds that can be practiced anywhere, anytime. We practice them on the yoga mat, in our asanas, and in our vinyasa in order to be better at bringing them into our lives when we need them, when we can't crack the classic rock or hit child's pose in the middle of the grocery store or bad traffic. So for today's class, you'll want blocks if you have them. If you don't, it's no big deal. But if you have them, keep them handy. And if you have a blanket or a towel that you can use in order to pad your knees or your hands at any point, that can be a kind of softening practice and always good to be softer and gentler to our knees and our wrists. So those things, maybe a bottle of water, that'll see you through. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. Cool. If you are just joining us, we're in child's pose. Working on three principles of stress relief, which are breathing slowly, grounding our bodies, and relieving tension in the muscles that we can easily access. To help with the breathing, we're gonna move. So on an inhale, float up to hands and knees. As you exhale, you're gonna take cat pose and you could count that breath out. You count to five in your own head or out loud if you prefer. Then inhale for the count of five as you reverse that into cow pose. And on the inhale, definitely count in your own head because counting out loud and inhaling doesn't work together. <laughs> Breathe out to round. Press the floor away with your hands and feet. That's the grounding. Right. And then drawing in of your spine into cow pose. You're breathing in slow. You also press your hands and feet down. We have that towel under the knees or blanket under the knees if you haven't tried it yet and your knees feel like they could use some softness, right? treat yourself to padding your knees. There, there's no reason to stick it out with, with sore knees. And in the same way, sometimes the wrists might feel a little pressure. You could take that rolled up towel, the kind of elongated version of the rolled up towel, place it under the heels of your palms. And that can kind of de increase the angle of the wrist, make it a little bit easier on the wrist itself. Another way if you, if you don't have a towel for the wrist is to take your hands slightly out in front of your shoulders. We'll take two more rounds, slow inhale and exhale. As you move, have a softness to your face and jaw. 
give you a hint of a smile. It happens when you relax the muscles of the face. And then we'll come back to your center line. And a little side to side, hip to shoulder. So when we squeeze one side of the body, we're going to exhale. Inhale back to center. You'll squeeze the other side of the body. And you can make that you know, squeeze as intense of an abdominal movement as you like. The, the side body really getting involved. Then lengthen it out. Squeezing it as intensely as you like. Or not, right? It can be real easy drifting side to side. Just letting things kind of smooth out. Pressing through your hands, pressing through your feet. Feel the mat underneath you. And then we'll come back to center after balancing both sides. And we'll take a little jump roping of the spine. So what that would be is you're circling your rib cage around. Circumduction. You're going to go clockwise and counterclockwise. And you can kind of make up your own breathing pattern here. Keep the inhale and exhale slow and steady, about five counts in, five counts out. Notice as you're moving, if you're clenching your teeth, your tongue, your face, that's completely normal and human to start working that busy space. But when you notice any clenching, any tightening, that you can soften, you do that. When I come back to center, pause. Relocate your hands, your feet, the ground. And then we bring forearms down to the floor. And if that's not good for your shoulders, feel free to stay on your hands. Forearms to the floor could be palms down, could be palms facing in or lacing your fingers. I'm going to extend the right leg back and up behind. Bend the knee and make some circles of the hip. And again, find your own breath rhythm for this. Go clockwise and counterclockwise. Press into your arms, press into your left foot on the floor. Breath in, and then when you breathe out, bring the right knee down slowly. Pause for a moment to bring yourself back to center. Feel the ground, feel your breath. Soften your jaw, your face, your throat, your shoulders. If they've crept up toward your ears, see if you can slide them away. Inhale your left leg back, bend the knee. You can move the leg bone around. So starting to warm up hip joint. It's not important how big the circle goes. It's finding rhythm with your breath. 
Find a comfortable range of mobility for your leg. On an exhale, you bring the knee back to the mat. With the forearms on the mat, take a round of cat-cow in your upper spine. Press your forearms down to the floor. Let your head drop in the cat pose. Pull your forearms into the floor. Breathe and draw your heart forward. And slowly release that back to center. We'll plant the hands and come up to down dog. As you come to down dog, if you end up with some discomfort in your wrists, you could take that rolled up towel, the one that's been rolled first uh, lengthwise and then again lengthwise, and you could place that underneath your hand, see if it helps. You could also hold it so that you've got more of a grip on it. That can help for some of us. Another variation to play with if, if your wrists are an issue in down dog is how you turn your hands. Could be that you need to turn more thumb forward or lobster claw forward. Okay. And then set your gaze between your feet so you have your feet about hip distance. There's a spot right between your big toes that you set your drishti so that your eyes get calm, that your eyes can rest. Have breath in through your nose. Then you slowly let out through your mouth as slow as you can. Maybe give it a count, see how far you can get with it. When you're really empty, look forward to your hands and walk forward into a ragdoll. And a few things we'll start with here. One is that we'll bring the arms to the legs so that you're supporting your upper body weight. And bend your knees enough to bring your rib cage to your forearms so that you're wedging your forearms in between your upper body and your legs. Rock your weight forward into the balls of your feet so that the fold starts to release down toward the floor. If this is too much, bend your knees more. If dropping your head is not right for you, if, if being upside down like this just doesn't feel good, feel free to stand up and do some, some gentle stretching there. If you're in the forward fold, drop your head heavy. Let your face soften. Take a moment to open your mouth and move your jaw around. Let your lips slowly close. Your teeth stay slightly apart. Release hands to mat. Walk feet together. Your feet could touch at center. They might just be underneath your hips. Feel steady and balanced. Be able to press down into the ground to feel it holding you up. And then roll up to standing slowly. Stack each vertebra. 
shoulders, neck and head, arms reach. When you reach your arms, pause. Make sure you can see your arms in your peripheral vision. They're not back by your ears. They're in line with your eyes. They'd line up maybe with the corners of your eyes. Or if you were wearing sunglasses, they'd be right there at your, at your glasses. And that's to keep them where they're functional, which is in front of your body. Also to be able to drop your shoulders and draw in through your abdominals. You can play with this. If you start to take the arms too far back, the ribcage starts to go forward, shoulders start to come up at some point. Wrap the arms back forward. Imagine a beach ball between your forearms, hug in on it. If you want to use muscular strength with the arms overhead, use it on the front of your body. Spread the back of your body. Have a breath in slow. And then exhale slow. Hands come down through the center line. Send your hips back. Get into the fold. You let your head drop all the way. Press into your feet. On your inhale, we're going to take halfway lift. Draw your abdominals in, your heart forward. Your head comes up into line. That's the last thing that happens, but it happens, and the gaze stays right where it is. So you plant your hands and step back. Keep looking at the floor in front of your mat. You're in a high plank. We're going to bring knees down and cat pose till you're done with that exhale. And then when you inhale, cow pose, reverse that into the back bend. down dog breathe all the way out if down dog isn't for you today feel free to go with cat pose look to your hands walk or lightly hop to the top of the space breathe in when you get there lift halfway knees bend heart forward head comes up in line and then we'll fold forward start by pulling your abdominals in bring your chest to your thighs let your head drop last, but let it drop all the way. The back of your neck, the nape of your neck soft. Press into your feet. We're going to roll up to standing with a breath in, long and slow. Get a breath out, bend your knees, send your hips back. Press your chest to your thighs. Let your head drop. Breathe in to lift halfway, flat back. The head comes up in line. You keep your gaze out in front of you on the floor. Plant your hands, step back, high plank. Again, you could take the cat pose or bend your elbows halfway down only for low push-up. Knees could be down. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Pause here for a breath. You can take either one of those scenarios, cat pose or chaturanga. Chaturanga can be on your knees or your toes. What's going to relieve the most stress? If you feel yourself building stress in your body, level down until you're maximizing the decompression of this practice. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop. Breathe and lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. And take a few more rounds. And play around with like, what's the right amount of work. On your inhale, up to standing. This moves slowly. And 
exhale fold forward breathe in to lift halfway set your gaze then move through whatever exhale whether it's cat pose or chaturanga that does not stress you out breathe in for your back bend breathe out to down dog we'll look forward walk or lightly hop breathe in and breathe out Press your feet down, feel the ground underneath you roll up. Exhale, fold. Inhale to lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Exhale, three cat pose or chaturanga in a way that leaves you stress-free. Breathe in. And breathe out. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. We'll breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And bow forward, breathe all the way out. Press down into the floor to come up to standing one more round, long, full breath. Exhale to fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back and lower. And with, in a way that lets you breathe all the way out. No struggle. Breathe in. And down dog or child's pose, breathe out. We have three breaths. You focus in on lengthening your breath, slowing it down, feeling the floor underneath you, softening face, jaw, throat, back of your neck. One more full round of breath, long and slow. And we'll look to our hands, walk or lightly hop the top of the mat. Take your time, inhale, lift halfway, long breath in. And bow forward, long breath out. Just touch through the warriors today. Set your hips back, Ukatasana. Let your arms float. 
bow with your exhale, chest to thighs, and then you stay bent to cushion that for you. Breathe in, lift halfway, press your feet down, draw your abdominals in, heart forward, head level. Keep your head level as you plant your hands. Step back and lower or take cat pose. Whatever works for you to get your breath out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward. Plant both feet. Come up for warrior one. Let your arms just float. Your shoulders stay soft. Open to warrior two. Open your chest to the side. Walk your feet onto one track. Breathe in for reverse warrior. Breathe out to side angle warrior. Breathe in for a double reverse, both arms looped up. Cartwheel your hands down, step back. Lots of options here, cat-cow, little push-up, maybe a down dog or child's pose. Get full breath in, it's long and slow. Long, slow breath out as you move to down dog. Left foot forward, reach up warrior one. Turn open into warrior two. Breathe in reverse. Breathe out, side angle. Reach up with your chest, soften your shoulder. Press into your feet. Reverse. And then pressing into your feet, you cartwheel down. Legs strong, a sense of grounding there. Then the hands take over. And that's where the sense of grounding is. Breath in. Breath out to down dog. Have a breath in here or child's pose. Let it out long and slow. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. We're gonna move through that a couple more times, the idea, get the flow of breath. No stress in how you're moving. You'll sit back, float your chest, and then your arms. Right? So it doesn't have to be the deepest ever. And bow forward, breathe out. In fact, if you could take everything with a light touch today, do. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Right foot forward. Press into your feet. 
Feel the ground underneath you. Reach up through your hands. Open to warrior two. If you're going to move, then you reestablish the ground. Lift up. Breathe in. Breathe out. Side angle pose. Breathe in. Double reverse. Both arms out. Wide. Soft through your shoulders. Press into your feet as you cartwheel down. Right, That gives you that sense of agency where you're not being pulled. Same thing with the hands pressing to the floor for the push-up or the cat. And the back bend. Breathe all the way out. And a long breath and down dog. As much as you can get out. Then step your left foot forward. Breathe in. Breathe out, warrior two. Just a light touch with everything. Front toe straight ahead, front knee straight ahead. Check in. Breathe in, reverse. Breathe out, side angle pose. Good time to check in with your front toes and your front knee to be sure they're pointing straight ahead and not dropped in. Inhale, double reverse, you reach back up. And then cartwheel down. Press into your feet on the way. Keep that sense of agency in your body. Once the hands plant down, they take over for that. Breath in. Breath out to down dog. If down dog's not for you, child's pose or cat pose, we'll have a breath here. Let it out slow. Look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop. Breathe in to lift halfway. And bow forward. Breathe all the way out. Find that slow, long breath. Sit your hips back. Float your chest up. Ukatasana, real light touch. Keep the stance in your legs. Keep pressing into your feet as you bow. Breathe in, lift halfway. The abdominals come in, your heart draws forward, your gaze sets at the floor in front of your mat and stays there as you step back. Take the chaturanga or the cow pose, no stress in the body. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Right foot forward. Press your feet down and reach up. Float your arms so the shoulders soften. Open up warrior two. Take your time moving your feet. When they're there, plug them in. Breathe in reverse. Take the full breath in. Breathe out, side angle pose. Good time to notice where your front toes and front knee are pointing. Get them straight ahead and keep them there. Breathe in, both arms up, spread them wide. Lift your chest. Then we'll cartwheel down. 
hands touch down, they take over for the feet. They press strong into the mat. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe out. You can... Good. Left foot forward, anchor your feet. Be sure they've got you. Then abdominals lift, chest lifts, your arms go soft and light as they go overhead. Good. And open up warrior two. Check in front toes straight ahead, front knee straight ahead. Keep it. Reverse. Let your chest float up. Left shoulder soft. And side angle pose. Arm light on your leg. Chest is still floating up, just at a different angle. On your inhale, press into your feet to lift your chest back up. Both arms are up. Both shoulders are soft. The heart's lifting. Keep pressing into your feet as you move your hands to the mat. And breathe out. Whatever pose you're taking, be able to breathe out unimpeded by any tension in your body. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog or child's pose, or cat-cow for three breaths. Be sure the pose you select is working for you to get those breaths, to feel grounded, to be able to soften your face, your jaw, your throat. Look forward to the hands. Walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out to fold down and in. Chest to thighs, thighs to chest, let your head go. Press into your feet and roll up to stand. And pause, mountain pose, again, to feel your feet on the floor, your breath in your body, and a softness around your shoulders and neck. For most of us, that'll mean softening at the elbows. And then hands to heart center, pause. Samastiti. And so... We take note of how you stand. We do want to stand strong without stress. Right. We want to be centered without being overly obsessed. So how do we do it? Feel the floor underneath your feet, the ball of your big toe, the ball of your baby toe, the center of each heel. Notice if your toes are gripping. And firm your leg. There's a lift, a brightening and awakening of the muscles there. As in, like, you know you have leg muscles, but they're not clenching. Same thing with abdominals. A little lift of the muscles below your navel. So you feel your strength from your feet to your core body. Without it becoming stiffness or becoming too much to be sustainable. Let me feel your breath. 
and let it move your ribcage. Front, back, sides. And start to pair your breathing with the way you're standing. So every exhale, you feel your feet, your legs, your core body. Right, so you've got a little slow, deep breath. You've got the sense of grounding and agency. And there's that relief of tension in the muscles you can control. Add that to your inhale. The inhale, soften your face, your throat, tops of your shoulders. These are three things you can do anywhere, anytime. Putting the three of them together to this exhale, ground, inhale, soften. No one even has to know you're doing it. You know you're doing it. It's a particularly good marker of your yoga practice. If a pose allows you to ground your feet, to feel solid and steady, it allows you to soften your face and your throat, it's a good pose for you. If those things aren't happening, if you're not able to breathe slow, soften your face and ground your feet or your hands, whatever's on the floor, it's too much. Right? Same with life. Right? If you can get these three things, right, you're doing well. So we're going to take balance practice. So balance on one foot, your favorite one, or least favorite as you choose. Five breaths each side. Eagle, dancer, tree, half moon. I'll go with half moon. It's my favorite. Right, I'm gonna start on the left leg down, right leg up, any pose you choose. When you get there, you'll have five breaths that you count slowly in and out. Take yourself just to the point in the pose where you still feel steady at the base. You can soften your jaw. You could even smile. And you can get those slow, deep, long breaths. When you think you've had five on one side, just make your own transition back through samastiti where you have a breath, your own sense of center. Check in again, get still, resist the urge to wiggle around. Right? If there's something that you need to shake off or feel you need to shake off, it might be interesting to be still and investigate it. Then take the other side. You feel you've had about five breaths on the second side. You make your way back to samasthiti and you pause. Notice any urge to shake things off, to look around, to do anything besides be in your body. 
Those things are natural. They're human. And they can lead us astray in the practice of calm or peace. So we practice getting still, breathing, being with what's uncomfortable for long enough to understand it, to recognize it is not part of us. And instead of shaking it off, actually allow it to release us. On your inhale, you're gonna reach up, mountain pose. Softness around your shoulders, around your heart. Exhale, bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And then plant your hands, step back, your version of low push-up, cat or cow. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. We're gonna get into some systematic tension relief in the body starting at the ground. So come on down to your knees. Keep your toes tucked under. You're gonna press your hips back toward your heels in a foot stretch. But for some of us, this is enough. You start to walk your hands in and you feel the soles of your feet stretch out and you stay there. For others, you're gonna wanna walk your hands all the way up into toes pose, which is walking your hands to your thighs. It's an excellent time to have a drink of water, especially if you want to be distracted from what's going on in your feet like I do. If you really, really enjoy toes pose, good for you. You can take your arms up overhead. If it starts to feel stressful, if what you're doing starts to feel like it's taking more, then it's giving. Tone it down until it's equal. How much you're putting into it and how much you're getting out of it. That's going to be something that you figure out. It's worth uh, investigating. It's worth figuring that out in yoga and in life. When you've had enough of the foot stretch and I'm there now. You're going to walk the hands back out, let your hips float up. Oh, that's super nice for some of us. You're going to turn your toes uh, so that the tops of your feet just gently uh, tap on the floor. So you just, so you just a little back and forth tapping of tops of the feet to get blood flow back. And just a little raindrop tapping on the floor with the tops of the feet. Pick up your feet and with your ankles around. This is a good place if you need to pad your knees, if they even feel a little bit tender. Pad them. It's good to treat yourself to comfortable knees. And then you know, walk your hands slightly forward, tuck your toes under, come up to down dog. And bend your right knee, drop your left heel down, working into the calf muscle, hamstring, glute. And play around with the length of stance here to feel the stretch in different places. So you could walk your left foot in a bit, 
lower back. And it could be straight with the knee. It could be a little soft. To get into both calf muscles, we need to work with the knee relatively straight and relatively bent. There, there's the big calf muscle on top that gets a lot of stretch when we straighten. And when you bend, there's a, there's a smaller one underneath that receives the stretch. We'll switch sides. Bend your left knee, straighten your right. And straight is relative. Again, you can work with stepping the right foot up or back to get more of what you need. And playing with the bend of the right knee. Definitely keep the left knee bent so you can focus in on the right leg, but as you bend the right knee, you might feel a slightly different stretch, deeper calf muscle. If your hands and wrists don't like this so much, try coming down to your forearms. We'll come back to center. And on an inhale, you're going to take your right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog. As you exhale, we're going to step forward into a low lunge and go wide, a little bit outside of your hands. We're going to take a straighten and bend to the front knee. Could be good to have some blocks here. Taking blocks underneath your hands so that you can move a little more freely up and back. I'll say it for about the 57th time. If you don't have blocks and you'd like some, we have some here for you. Text, email, call. We'll set up a time to grab them for you. One more round through. Bring the back knee down. This is a good place for that towel or blanket to be under the back knee. And just gonna draw your chest forward. There's lots of options here. If you have another option that you like for kneeling lunge, go for it. Our idea today is to be is gonna be to keep this relatively smooth for the body. Pull into your front heel. Soften the shoulders around the neck. Let your chin drop. So pulling into the front heel, that's a sense of grounding. You may find that that helps you lift your abdominals in. It's a good active centering for the body. And you move your breath slow. Check in with your shoulders, sides of your neck. You might need to bend your elbows a little bit. And on an inhale, you're going to come back up and shift your weight back for half monkey. So if you've got a, a towel under your knee, you might need to move it so the back knee can be patted in this pose. Blocks underneath your hands are really good here for, again, just letting some ease come into your shoulders, your upper back. Draw your heart forward toward your toes. Flex your foot back toward you. 
and then release your head down. Ensure that your hips are centered. They may try to pull over to the left. That's because they're smart. Center up and then it's going to be a hamstring, maybe glute muscle stretch. It's feeling really intense around a joint like the knee or the hip. Bend your knee. If you'd like to get more of an outer hip IT band area stretch, turn your toes out toward the right. Keep the foot flexed. Check in with your face and your throat, your jaw, your teeth, your tongue. If there's anything that's being added that doesn't need to be there, any clenching, any struggle. It's often, in, and if you find that that keeps coming back, you're probably just in the pose a little too deeply. You can come out of it by lifting your blocks. You can come out of it a little bit by softening the knee. It doesn't have to be such a struggle or struggle at all. Have a breath. Let it go. Then you walk forward into the low lunge and you choose to step back to child's pose, to down dog, or if you like a vinyasa. Keep it stress-free. Either way you go, you breathe out. You breathe in. You breathe all the way out. Meet up in child's pose for a few breaths. Just break between sides. Rest your head on the floor or block. It's a good time for a water break if you haven't had one in a bit. Give yourself some hydration. So we're touching on things pretty lightly today. And sometimes we go a little more, more physically at things. And it, that's good. There's stress on our body that's called eustress. You as in like euphoria. And eustress is the stress that makes us stronger. It's good. Then there's distress. Distress is what we've probably all been experiencing in our lives recently. Uh, but distress is what breaks us down. Sometimes too much of the eustress, too much of the working hard to get results can become distress. And that's what we're examining in this practice of yoga. How much do you need to do to stay in that strengthening eustress the stuff that's good for us when does that become distress for you on any given day it's going to be different it's worth examining in that attempt to become more peaceful human beings, to recognize when we're putting ourselves in more distress than we need to be, because we can do something about that. We can ameliorate that. Come on up to your hands and knees, back to down dog. 
on an inhale, you'll slowly take your left leg back and up behind you. Fold the knee into your chest, have a big step. Then you got the foot a little wider out to the side so that both hands, both blocks can be on the inside. And we'll have a little rock back and forth. Rocking back and forth with this intention of lengthening your breath, matching up the movement of body and breath. We think of as flow or vinyasa. It's good for those of us with busy brains. As long as we're paying attention to what we're doing in that act of lining up how we're moving and how we're breathing. If we're just going through the motions, not going to be so useful. I mean, the motions themselves, they're still good. But to get that relief for our brain, let it fully engage with this act of breathing, healthy movement. We're going to pause with the next exhale, the knee down. And this is where patting it might be nice. And then you have your hands on the floor or forearms on the floor and you've got your blocks. And we're going to focus on drawing your heart forward and up. The abdominals come in to support just enough. Feel your front foot in the mat, right grounding you. Let your chin drop, shoulders soften. That probably means your elbows soften. It is one of the truths of this practice. One of the ways to your shoulders and neck, like it goes through your elbows. So sometimes we want the elbows to be really straight, things like handstand. but we're not doing handstand. You bend your elbows, you have a little more freedom in your upper arm bones to move and adjust. If you're on your forearms, let your head drop. You're using your elbows to compress the floor. You can press the floor and pull the elbows out to the sides. Give yourself two more breaths here. We climb back up to the hand, shift back to half monkey gun. Here again, you flex your foot, have your blocks as you need to, let them come up as high as they need to. Feel just enough in the back of your leg that you know tension is being relieved. Your 
hip stay at center. If you want more outer hip, IT band opening, turn the toes out to the side. Keep your foot flexed and your face soft. And the grounding of this pose is in your back foot pressed into the floor, your front heel pressed into the floor. You can have a softness in your arms, the elbows, the shoulders. Inhale, slowly come up, you rock forward, your low lunge. You choose how you're gonna get back, go to child's pose, or down dog. Do vinyasa of your choice. From down dog, you come down onto your back. Take your blocks with you in case you want them. The towel could be nice underneath your head if you want a little padding. Why not have a little pillow there? Hug your knees in to your chest. Get a little rock across your sacrum. Some circles around the back of your hips. And we'll work some twists, starting with feet to the floor and out to the edges of your mat. Little windshield wipers, leg side to side. One knee's going to come down toward the center of your mat. One's going to drop out toward the side. It could be that your body really enjoys this twist over all others. If that's true, stay with it. This is a nice one, dual purpose of leg bones moving in the hips and a little turn side to side of the hips themselves. If you want a little more action through the lower spine, belly twisting pose, take your knees together, arms out like cactus or wings, goalposts. This be a kind of languid side to side belly twisting pose, nothing too intense. If you want too intense, we've got two GM classes tomorrow. You can come to both. We'll be too intense the whole time. And maybe your body prefers this, this side to side action, rocking. Rocking is awesome for a nervous system. That's why we rock babies to sleep. If you want to pause, pause with both knees over to the right. Pick up your hip slide so that you land on the outer edge of your right hip. If you want more, you could then extend your left leg, catch it in your right hand, on the shin or on the foot.
slowly move back to center through rearranging of the center line of your pose so that your hips are back in the, in the middle of the mat then to the other side and if you stay take your hips a little bit over to the right so you're on the outer edge of your left leg you might extend the right Unwind, come back to center, breathe level through your hips, hug your knees in, you can take happy baby or Supta Konasana, something that takes your legs out to the sides in a way that's comfortable for you. Let your hips get heavy, your sacrum and the back of your hips level on the floor. For many of us, when we take happy baby, the tailbone curls up. We take Subtabhati Kanasana, the tailbone drops down. Take a moment to level out. In Subtabhati, that's picking up your hips, sliding the tailbone out from under you. In Happy Baby, it might mean sliding your hands down your shins. Once your hips are level, you're in the right spot. You feel the ground. Take slow breath. You've got the mask of your face, your throat, your collarbones, the back of your neck soften. The back of your neck feels a little pinched here. Slide your head back a bit. Get it to its right place. Have a breath in through your nose. And breath out through your mouth. And then you'll make your way to Shavasana or any other finishing restorative pose you like. Allow yourself to drop down into the floor. Be heavy through the backside of your body. Feel the ground to feel your breath move through you. To let your face and throat and the whole front side of your body soften so that you can enjoy the rest.
when you feel ready to move again, start with your fingers and your toes. Make your way slowly to a comfortable side. And then up to seated. Ground down through your sitting bones. Feel the floor underneath you. Let your face and your throat, your upper back soften. Willfully letting go of any tension that may reside there. So that you can bring your hands to your heart and have a full, clear breath. Draw thumbs to forehead center and offer each other namaste. And thank you for tuning into this podcast. If you'd like to join us live online, we have Zoom classes in Pacific time all throughout the day. You can find out more about them at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again. Namaste.